Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. Today's episode is the coming food crisis. We want to point out right away that the word crisis does not necessarily mean famine, though it could get to that, right, Carl? Well, we never know till these things hit. Unfortunately, there's a lot of forewarnings, but they fall on deaf ears often. And, you know, the reputation of our institutions and particularly government is it's reactionary. It it doesn't do very well in planning and forestalling catastrophe, but eventually they're moved to act through necessity. And that's where disasters come in and crises come in. <laughs> they're the incentive, finally, to get Congress to move or whoever is the the choke point. You know, crisis is a strong word, but if you're going if, if like two or three years from now, you're spending most of your disposable income on food, that's kind of a crisis. Well, this is what shortages result in. And the main point of the discussion, I think, is at this stage, it's an object lesson and a warning because this is sort of the canary in the coal mine, so to speak. Yes. That when something is actively pressuring a critical necessity of human existence, that's not a good sign that that this is something you can just ignore. No. Because there's something darker behind it. And, you know, I, I always dislike this role. I'd rather be telling you all the wonderful things God is thinking and creator, as I call it, to be more... Um, revenue neutral in terms of religions in the various terms for the deity, but we, we got real trouble. And so our mission is to bring forth information and help wake people up. Indeed. Well, let's get on with the waking. Carl, you asked creator, a client asks, in my area, there has been a significant mold issue for local farmers that has dark fingerprints all over it. Some of this year's corn crop was unusable due to mold, probably caused by wetter wetter weather than usual last season. Much of this corn cannot even be salvaged through the use of ethanol production at the local plant because some of the ethanol is used for human consumption. There is also concern that there will be residual infestation in the next production year. Whether a nice deep freeze would have any sanitizing effects is unknown at present, and we're having a mild wet winter. This seems like an attack on all fronts to me. Is she correct there is a deliberate attack underway? Will focus prayer work on the problem? Will it help? What else can we do? Okay, well, this is, uh, I think, about a year ago, the the previous winter, not the one that's uh, imminent, and we're already feeling here in the Midwest. Well, this one's uh, coming up as worse, probably, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't look like a mild, wet winter. It looks like a, a tough one. But this this is raising a bunch of concerns, Mm-hmm. And, you know, normally one would dismiss such a kind of conspiratorial slant on the weather, but this is what Creator says. This is channeled directly from the Almighty by yours truly. This is Creator's words. Your client is quite correct that there is a deliberate attack underway. 
to attack humanity by undermining food sources. This is part of the orchestrated multi-pronged assault being unleashed worldwide through multiple points of pressure on humans directly, as well as many things in the environment on which people depend, including food, shelter, and other aspects needed for their safety, comfort, well-being, and productivity. Anything that undermines people and their personal effectiveness leaves a hole, and the sum total of many such assaults is a worsening in general and the lowering of standards and a drop in economic security. And this causes a compounding of issues and problems to worsen many secondary players who, after all, are quite interdependent, as a society is a complex network of human interactions and interdependencies. When there is an economic downturn in one sector, it spreads to others and can precipitate a major economic collapse if severe enough and wide enough in scope. This is the broad intention in play. It is your scenario that there is to be a, quote, death of 1,000 cuts. It is currently underway, and this is one real and quite painful example of its effectiveness. More and more will be added to the growing number of calamities, large and small, from natural disasters as well as failing infrastructure and intrusions of all kinds, biological, chemical, and energetic to harm people and the environment directly and indirectly. There is a need for broad healing to reverse this. And this Your Lightworker Healing Protocol can do with enough people wanting these problems to be addressed. The additional involvement directly of many doing prayer outreach for the betterment of humanity and to overcome the designs of those who work against the truth of the divine will be a major contribution as well. Boy, the one simple little sentence, this is the broad intention in play. Crater is not mincing words here. This is an attack on us, essentially. Yeah, this, this is, this is uh, very dire sounding. And of course, the implications of this are dire, taken to greater extremes. You know, we're not going to feel it personally, maybe right away, unless we're in a hard hit area. But this is where I came in. I remember being a little kid, and we were praying at that time over the dinner table for the starving in Asia mm-hmm. because there was a gigantic famine taking place. So this is nothing new, and we write it off to just the vagaries of nature, that nature can be unkind, and sometimes you're fortunate with good weather, sometimes you're unfortunate with bad But if there's one thing extraterrestrials can do is manipulate the weather. They have the means to do this, and they do it all the time. We know a lot about this at Get Wisdom. And so this is the tip of an iceberg this person is seeing and sensing intuitively. There's something sinister about this crazy, weird winter. Absolutely. And what it's setting up for crop failure. Well, this segues nicely into the next question. Do... The extraterrestrials manipulate weather in other ways, besides creating all the tornadoes and hurricanes, things like severe droughts, torrential rains that cause mudslides, and unseasonable weather that ruins crops. All right, and this is what Creator has to say. As you saw intuitively, this is quite true. You can add blizzards to the list, for they are often quite devastating, not only in lost commerce, but loss of life as well. 
So this is true across the board, that the extremes of weather are all engineered and are brought about to cause mayhem for humanity. The seven plagues described in the Bible is a story depicting a time of similar manipulation by extraterrestrials. This was entirely orchestrated by these higher level beings wishing to cause mayhem and suffering and as part of their overall plan to accustom humans to fear their very home itself and to acclimate them to expect bizarre and damaging weather that cannot be well predicted. And that creates the belief in the chaos and randomness of the earth itself and serves them as they can carry out targeted distraction with impunity, as no one ever questions, because there is not a discernible pattern. This is a major reason at the present time for them to promote the idea of climate change, as this continues to provide cover for their ramping up the destructiveness of all kinds of weather, to cause changes in climate, to interfere with crop production, as well as to increase frequency and severity of both tornadoes and hurricanes. So you will be seeing many other types of weather events worsening, and it is not because of climate change. That too is a kind of thought pollution to manipulate the fears of human and to provide a cover story that at once hides their nefarious acts and causes greater harm to humans economically in trying to fight the sun and to fight against superior technology actually in the control of things. You know, really this speaks to our entire project, what we're trying to do here, Carl. You know, we can't fight this level of technology directly, and we certainly can't fight the sun. That's absurd. So if we're going to, if we're going to make a change, we need help. You know, this is a bigger than human problem. We need divine assistance, and that's what that's what our project's all about. Yes, and to get that, we need people to be requesting it. That's why we're here talking about these crazy ideas. It sounds crazy. I get it. It seems wildly improbable, but yet the signs are everywhere. We know lots about this, multiple levels and multiple points of confirmation and validation. This is a big mosaic of many, many ways they're impairing us. It's a softening up and it's worsening. So we we need to awaken people. And that's why we're bothering you good folks out there with these dark ideas and pronouncements. This is the divine speaking. We need to listen to this and consider it. Yes. The next question is based on, I think, this year's weather, Carl. The one that you started the show off with was on a couple of years ago, you said. The weather in the grain belt has been unusually wet and cold, unlike anything in memory. Indeed, it's worse than a couple of years ago, they do believe. Is this a result of interloper manipulation? How serious is the situation, and might it get worse? Okay, and this is what Creator said back at that point. This is sinister. It is produced by extraterrestrial modification of weather patterns. That is the true reason for many weather-related oddities, causing droughts, causing excess flooding, hail damage, and large numbers of tornadoes. The intention is to cause economic damage and to do so through destruction of farmland or various crops during the growth phase. 
To reduce the harvest has a double liability because it compromises the food supply potentially if the losses are severe enough to result in shortages. This accomplishes the political advantage as well of keeping alive the drumbeat of climate change as the number one culprit and threat to humanity. So this serves the agenda of the extraterrestrial alliance in furthering their propaganda designed to take money from the people to fight the sun when it is not causing the problems to begin with. Wow, yeah, fighting the sun. I'm still trying yeah. to wrap my head around that one. Well, it, it's a consistent message. Because yes, it is. Because the drumbeat from the the climate activists is very it's louder much, and louder. Yeah. Yes, they're, they're very persistent. Absolutely. U.S. Creator, is the use of food, in particular corn, as a source of fuel, a manipulation by the extraterrestrial alliance to foster misuse of farmland, raise costs, and reduce energy efficiency? All right, and this is what Creator says. You have nicely stated the problem and the answer within your question. The use of corn as a biofuel to generate ethanol is wasteful on many accounts. It not only diverts food that could be useful, it commandeers scarce farmland for non-food production. And that too comes at a cost and misdirects human capital at a non-problem the fuel generated is less efficient. So it ends up being a mixed result in the end where the adulteration of gasoline with alcohol is marginally cheaper when oil prices are high, but becomes more expensive when oil prices are low. In addition, being less able to generate the same level of energy on a weight or volume basis more of ethanol-containing gasoline is needed to travel the same distance relative to pure gasoline as a fuel. So it is a false economy under ideal circumstances. This is engineered to be so and is a kind of folly that defies logic and is supported wholly by mind control manipulation to overlook the nuances and to actively avoid coming to sound conclusions and even to manipulate underlying data about cost benefits. This is all a hallmark of extraterrestrial alliance mind control manipulation to cause entire industries to pursue something that is nonsensible on its face, but achieves widespread political support and takes on a life of its own and will be continued far beyond the point when most people see through the scheme but must write this off to something outside their control and not worth complaining about, because who would listen? This complacency is endemic throughout human culture and is a major reason all this goes on unopposed, except by a few who are simply ignored as they have insufficient power to truly influence things. You know, politicians complain all the time about special interests. And I think we see a shining example here of special interest. They're, they're basically artificial stakeholders. You know, some farmers that, that benefit from it, some, you know, investors that benefit from this scheme. And so there's always somebody winning, even when the majority of us are probably losing. But that seems to be an extraterrestrial hallmark in terms of setting up uh, these follies. Yes. Well, it's the that's the strategy. Divide and conquer. U.S. creator... Is a policy of using government subsidies to pay farmers to not grow food an unnecessary manipulation and cost burden that is truly being done via manipulation 
through the extraterrestrial alliance. And Creator says about this, this is another of their schemes and is justified in the grounds of evening out the ups and downs of the commodity market to maintain working farms, even under difficult circumstances. And it becomes an artificial means of manipulating that is designed to create greater distortion and greater economic burden in the end. There is always a rationale, but the rationale always assumes people cannot think and act in a way that is reasonable. The reality is when people are left on their own, truly without manipulation, they will come together and find a happy medium and choose a strategy that results in an outcome that meets the higher good. This is why the reputation of government for being inefficient and to have the characteristic that is widely known now, almost universally known, to create many, many unneeded and wasteful programs or programs that become obsolete with respect to the original reason for being, continue unabated indefinitely and are simply voted again and again to be funded every year going forward. This is quite illogical and what one could even say insane, considering the tremendous debt of governments that grows by leaps and bounds quite steadily with no serious attempt to rein in costs, but only to add further debt through increased spending. This is a prescription for disaster that has been underway for many, many years and will end in disaster. People see this coming and comment on it frequently, but no one can do anything. That too is a very clear sign that people are manipulated to be ineffectual in taking action to change things for the better. I mean, it really is sinister when you think about it. You know, our our system is almost geared to reward the few at the expense of the many when it really should be the exact opposite way around. You know, the the majority should be the ones benefiting. And and there's always going to be costs imposed on some people that are on the edges. But it's truly the opposite, you know. And um, and people expect this now, you know. It's they, they, they shrug, they get complacent, and they say, "Well, that's the way it is. I don't think we can change it." Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's, it just plays into the whole, the whole charade. Yes. Well, and the sad part is, it's us humans ourselves who are doing this to one another. Yes. We're being manipulated to do it, but that's what's so very diabolical about all this. If you can manipulate a person's mind just to be complacent. They're out of the picture. They're out of the game. And then take the leadership, the members of government and so on, and manipulate them to approve of something that they don't really think through deeply. I mean, you can see this when they put legislation through and then they'll say, well, we had to vote for it so we could find out what it is. I mean, right. I, I've... In my born days, I never thought it would come to this. <laughs> Still scratching my That's, head. That was what happened with the uh, the Obamacare legislation. That was the Patriot Act too, remember? And the Patriot Act as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. We need to we need to pass it so we can see what's in it. So, yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, and clearly, you know, that's those both of those were written by special interests uh, think tanks essentially. Yeah. And no, no legislators actually took part in the in the drafting of those. They were just handed over wholesale to the politicians to to put in place. Right. So the result is that people don't have a say. They didn't see this in advance. They rely on the government 
to represent them. That's how it's supposed to work. So if the government, yeah, the government is just uh, a pawn on a chessboard, and there is a deeper hand at work. Well, be sure to check us out at GetWisdom.com. You can download our prayer book, GetWisdom.com slash prayer, uh, to learn how to pray most effectively for all the problems we're talking about here. And we'll be back right for this with more factors pressuring the the food supply. Come on back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Second Segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about food and uh, the coming food difficulties. Many, some, some people are having them right now, actually. Carl, you asked creator... A listener asks, whilst I am an omnivore, I wonder if the original model of the divine human was to be vegan, or was it always divine intention for humans to need to eat animal protein in order to maximize health? Would it not have been preferable to have made humans non-reliant on killing other life forms in order to be able to achieve supreme health? All right. This is a very uh, topical question because there are many struggling with this issue, wanting to do the right thing. And this is what Creator says about it. There are reasons why humans are omnivores and not herbivores. And these are of a complex technical nature in part, but also there are reasons in the broad planning of the future of humanity that it is important for you to learn about animal husbandry and wise stewardship of the animal kingdom to live in balance. This gives growth through learning how to do it wisely and well, taking into account the needs of the animals to be treated with humane handling and respect for their needs during their propagation and growth. The animals were created to be food for humans. That is their purpose, to provide meat, milk, and various products of their body constituents to be used as clothing from the hides and various implements 
even from the hooves of the animal. This is not inhumane. The animals contribute willingly to be used in this way and understand it is their role in things. They just do not wish to be mistreated along the way and to be killed humanely, and this can be done quite efficiently. The problems enter in with the factory farm approach where animals may be held under very crowded conditions and not protected from harsh weather or other difficulties. They need proper care and feeding to be happy, and they need fresh air and sunshine just like people. So conditions of today's world are far from ideal, but at the initiation of the divine human project, the world was idyllic and animals abounded, living in harmony with one another and with human, with humans only making a very small impact on animal life. That was the original intention. Things changed over time with the interlopers arriving. So humans were designed to subsist largely on meat and milk with some fruit and vegetable intake to a smaller degree because they were introduced into a world with abundant animal life readily at hand as a quality food source. Plants, in contrast, have meager nutrition on a weight basis and the range of nutrients is more restricted. There are things particular to fruits and some vegetables that have medicinal properties, but that is a different thing than considering them to be necessary staples for healthy well-being. The officially sanctioned nutritional approaches are flawed because the people involved in making assessments and drawing up the recommendations are being manipulated to misrepresent the truth. And this has been a chronic problem for many, many years. You know, the key insight in this channeling, which really kind of set me back on my heels a little bit, was this idea that, you know, part of the reason that we were created to be omnivores, with meat being the bulk of our diet instead of just a fraction of it, actually, is this idea of animal husbandry and that we need to care and maintain the animals in a humane way, work with them as partners, essentially. And it's a contrast because we're essentially being managed by interlopers, which is also mentioned in this channeling. They see themselves as, as stewards of us, but they're doing it very badly. So they're, a, yeah. they're an object lesson in how not to treat um, a population of beings that are beneath you, at least technologically when it comes to the interlopers. Yeah. Well, they see us as animals very much so. They're, they're, uh, they despise us. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting exercise in comparative husbandry. I would say we yeah. treat our animals better than they treat us by Absolutely. far. <laughs> yes, yeah. no doubt about that. And that's the point. That's the purpose, apparently, the lesson that's involved here. It's interesting. Well, and, you know, the fact animals come to be eaten is kind of, I, I'm sure, an eye-opener for many. Yes. But yes. I know this to be true. This this is a, a purposeful, willful deliberate choice they make in coming down. They don't have independent souls like we do. Their awareness is less. So they're not living in fear one day they're going to the slaughterhouse. They're oblivious. But there is a a willingness to participate in this. And in a sense, we come down too. We volunteer to participate, putting ourselves at risk. And we end up dying in the end, just like the animals do. (laughs) And And sometimes in not such a pretty way. Right. And we saw an example of this in the the show we did, was it a week ago or two weeks ago with Sinning Bull. 
and him talking about the buffalo and the symbiotic relationship between the tribes and yeah. the, the, the buffalo. And the, there was a husbandry going on there as well. Sure. Well, we have uh, some interesting news that appeared the other day that you asked Curator about. The bankruptcy of Dean Foods, the nation's largest milk producer, has was announced today. In fact, that was about two days ago, I think. And attributed to dropping demand for dairy products. Has this been orchestrated to happen as a direct attack on the food supply? Okay, and this is what Creator says. While this might sound to the naive listener as being a wild conspiracy theory, we can assure you your intuition is spot on and serving you quite nicely. There are many layers to the pressuring of the food supply as your various questions explore about the plight of farmers and all the various complexities of the undertaking and the level of inefficiency, misdirection, and complication through bureaucracy of government institutions, the vagaries of supply and demand, and the random seeming acts of weather can conspire to create a perfect storm of calamities to drive them out of business entirely. This happens over and over again in small, medium, and large-sized setbacks. Even the factory farming mechanism is not a perfect answer because it, too, is attacked directly, as well as the indirect influences affecting all, all of agriculture, ranching, and those associated with the delivery of food to the customers. The entire chain is subjected to manipulation, to confuse, confound, disrupt, and delay. And the sum total of these random seeming events is a slow hemorrhaging of capital attributed to normal costs of business, when there's often nothing normal about the actual cause of the loss in question. This is true for the way the business operations in packaging and distributing the foods are operated. There are many manipulations causing irregular phenomena in the perception of the consumer because of faulty advice given about dietary necessities and dangers. As you know, for many years now, there's been a drumbeat of condemnation for dietary fat, which has pressured producers of foodstuffs with dropping demands, and this has greatly affected the cattle ranching and the milk and dairy product industries to result in poor profitability when looked at year over year. Investors want to see a steady growth, and when targets are not met, will dump their stock, and this hurts the company significantly. They need investors to provide working capital for growth, as all of the food production apparatus is mechanized to a very high degree, and the rest involves human labor, neither of which are inexpensive. There are enormous capital expenditures involved with food production with the manufacturing steps and the pipeline for delivery being capital intensive as well. And many setbacks to the individual companies are orchestrated to happen. When you consider that people are manipulated every day to make mistakes, to be inattentive, to get in accidents as a consequence, or to make poor decisions that end up harming, harming themselves or others, all of which contributes to the general uncertainty and turmoil in society. Why should the food industry be exempt from scrutiny and opportunities to cause harm off limits? This op- the opposite is the case. Food and water are the lifeblood of humanity. 
anything that impairs availability and the inexpensive distribution and planning to keep those resources well stocked and readily available can have quite harmful consequences. It becomes a major financial drain as people scramble for alternatives and sources of supply from farther and farther away at greater cost, even if there are ample supplies elsewhere to fill the shortfall in a particular region. This happens with such frequency, it is now the norm and considered just another cost of doing business. But the severity and economic consequences are far, far greater than would be the case without the influence of interlopers to attack the system at every point of vulnerability they can identify, to create many inefficiencies and add to the burdens on the supply side. You know, this is an interesting question. I live in a small town in northern Illinois uh, that what used to be the dairy capital of the country back in the 1920s, actually, we had over a dozen fully operational dairies. We only have one dairy in operation here anymore, and it is Dean Foods, believe it or not. And I actually toured the plant about five years ago uh, with some friends, and it was a fascinating, fascinating tour. But, uh, you know, clearly milk and dairy is on the outs, and I'm seeing less and less marketing for dairy products across the board, and you're seeing more and more marketing for alternatives. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a trend going on here. Well, and as Creator pointed out a little earlier in the channeling we shared, meat and dairy products are supposed to be the center of the diet, the core, the majority of the diet. I remember as a kid having a kind of an intuitive feel about this question, and it was kind of a naive perspective, but there's some truth in it, Mm -hmm. and that is... Why could meat be so unhealthy when it's actually the very makeup of the living mammal organisms like humans? Yes. (laughs) You know, why would there be toxins and toxic materials and inadequacies if people are eating animals very much like them physiologically, chemically? In their makeup, they must contain the building blocks of life for mammalian species, just inherently. Yes. But, but, you know, this is a little naive because some of the things aren't manufactured within the body. They have to come from outside. But that's, that's a relatively small component, certain vitamins and minerals and so on. But there, there's nothing dangerous about meat. And no. the big bugaboo was the, the war on fat which even science now is turning away from, realizing the data have come in now. And it's exactly the opposite, that fat is beneficial for your health and necessary for nutrition, by the way, as Creator shared with us. Yeah, in fact, one of the biggest problems the vegans are facing is trying to find ways to get as much fat into their diet as possible. You know, there's there's really not a lot of of plant-based, you know, fats out there. And uh, it's quite a challenge to, to, to shoehorn that into a vegan diet. Yeah, it, it is. There are essential fatty acids you only get from things like eggs and, and meat. So saturated fat is not a danger. 
And it's going to take decades to, if ever, to erase that stain now that it's been drummed into us so greatly by physicians. This is the sad thing. The doctors themselves serve this dark cabal by promoting the pronouncements of the leaders in the the, uh, nutritional field who take the scantest information without really deep scientific evidence. And that's what happened about all the dietary recommendations. They went with some prejudicial ideas that were planted and manipulated through direct interference with their minds by this dark alliance. And then the doctors act on that information, you know, the food pyramid that's now completely changed. (laughs) Right. You know, no one knows this yet, but a few. But, you know, you'll see it mentioned more and more. What happened to that food period pyramid where, you know, very at the very top, a little bit of meat, but at the bottom, grains, grains, well, grains, and more grains. and Right. You know, the thing that's really galling about all this is that our very divinity is being weaponized against us. You know, a lot of vegans, most of the ones that I encounter – are not vegans because veganism is more healthy for you and gives you more energy and makes you sleep better at night and easier easier lifestyle to do? No, it's ridiculously hard to do it. They do it because they're appalled at the cruelty being applied to animals. Yeah. And that's a legitimate concern. I have the same concern I know you do. Sure. Um, and but but you know, turning away from who we are and and what all the evidence suggests is, you know, what the purpose of, of husbandry really is all about. In turning to vegan, which is a much more complex diet, less healthy, you know, more costly across the board. Um, that's not the answer. Yeah. Well, there's corruption everywhere. There is illegalities and and uh, backroom dealing and bribes and manipulation of government officials and regulators and, and lots of underhanded things. And there's false promotions, false advertising. And But we have to rely on something. And yeah. when our very institutions are corrupt, we're, we're in real trouble because they set the standards. And if there's corrupt thinking in putting the standards together – then there's no real hope because we're just going to march along like lemmings off the cliff and doing things ill-advised. I think it's safe to say, Carl, that the interlopers that we've talked about frequently on this program, I don't believe any of them are vegans. (laughs) No, they're not. They're not vegans. In fact, some of them eat us as a source of food. So we don't want to get too, uh, too bizarre. This is bizarre enough, but... The the idea well, we're we're saying here is there's a vast interplay of a mosaic, pieces of puzzle that all fit together and they seem unrelated to one another. But in fact they're a very, very clever orchestration indeed. to hit us from every direction. Well, and it's being, working. We're being hit by a break now, Carl. So all right. <laughs> that's working too. We'll come on back for the next uh, segment. We'll talk more problems and solutions for the growing food problem. See you in a bit. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Back to the last segment of Get Wisdom. We are talking about problems and solutions for the coming food crisis. Carl, U.S. creator, due to endless rain and horrific flooding early in 2019, Many farmers in the middle of the country faced very serious delays in getting their crops planted. So they really needed good weather at the end of the season so the crops could mature and be harvested in time. And that did not happen. Instead, the historic blizzard that we just witnessed dumped up to two feet of snow from Colorado to Minnesota, prompting one North North Dakota lawnmaker to state the crop losses will be as devastating as we've ever seen. Was this entire sequence of adverse weather orchestrated by the extraterrestrial alliance to pressure humanity? And I just, I just want to add for the listeners out there, especially around the globe, here uh, where Carl and I live in the Chicago area, the temperature got down to like five degrees for two days this week. This is early November. We haven't hit Thanksgiving yet. And uh, we've already experienced February type weather. Yeah, indeed. It's no fun. All right. And this is what Creator says. This, again, is the handiwork of the extraterrestrial alliance in conjunction with the secret space program, although we prefer calling it the mercenary army program, to practice using weather modification to cause harm to those on the ground. This they do time and time again with increasing ferocity these days, including all of the severe natural disasters you can enumerate from wildfires to floods to blizzards to unusually arid conditions, to volcanoes, to earthquakes, to hurricanes. All are unnatural when present in extreme circumstances with extreme force. This is entirely artificial. It is done in conjunction with existing weather rather than out of the blue, which would be noticed. So it seems to be just bad luck, and in this case, the early arrival of a freezing storm in October seems more like bad luck to have happened at the end of a season starting with too much flooding in the spring to delay planting. And the two events seem to be wholly unrelated when, in fact, they are a single orchestration designed for maximum negative impact to impair sources of food for human beings. 
This is part of the dialogical, diabolical tightening of the noose around human civilization. As they have designs on you and are ramping up the pressure relentlessly, bit by bit, and will continue to do so. Even when it becomes noticeable, it will be blamed on false causes like global warming or bad political decisions and so forth to distract the critics and the few whistleblowers who have enough intuitive awareness to see the truth of things. And the truth will suffer being lost in the torrent of voices decrying the situation and pointing fingers at the wrong culprits and outshouting those with true understanding. Wow, the outshouting those with true understanding. You know, back when we had this wet winter, wet weather in the spring, and and all the problems that that had with farmers getting their uh, their crops in, I could honestly tell you, Carl, I fully expected an early cold snap like we've gotten. And when it arrived, I wasn't even remotely surprised because I've been watching circumstances for a long time, and I do really believe in the message that we're putting out there with Get Wisdom that we are. We are under attack, and part of that strategy is the the front and the back punches. Which so I, you know, when the, when the cold snap occurred, I was I wasn't even remotely surprised. Yeah, well, this is the world we're in. It's the best we can do is hang on for dear life, and reach out to the divine. Yes, that's that's exactly what we need to do. You asked, Carrier. The most recent data from the Centers of Disease Control show suicide rates for farmers, ranchers, and agricultural managers as a group being first and third in 2012 and 2015, respectively, compared to other occupations. Are people in charge of food crop production being targeted to undermine them more intensively by the Extraterrestrial Alliance in their efforts to pressure humanity? And Creator tells us, This is very much the case. There is mind control manipulation done of all human beings through subliminal messaging coming through the electronic devices such as television, radio, recorded music, and the internet. When the messages to perturb people are further accompanied by natural disasters wreaking chaos so the major variable in agricultural work becomes highly unpredictable, this is a prescription for living a highly stressful life and to invite overwhelming negative consequences for emotional health. When there is a lack of control and stability in people's lives due to this widely varying climate manipulation, in addition, such individuals are given customized mind control manipulation to ramp up their fear. And this makes life unpleasant to begin with and doubly so when a real threat comes along in the form of a bout of horrible weather whether natural or artificially induced. Year after year, living under these circumstances will take a toll, and that is the reason for people reaching a breaking point and succumbing to their overwhelm by seeking a way out. This, too, is programmed by the extraterrestrial alliance, using mind control manipulation to plant the seeds and encourage those in despair to end things and escape knowing it will spread the devastating consequences more widely, not only to relatives and friends, but others in like circumstances, and will cast a pall of gloom over many lives. And that is the goal, human suffering and loss of life. I think this is a huge invitation on the part of Creator 
to actively pray for farmers. I mean, the, the people that you want least to be burdened in this way is our farmers. A farming life is an incredibly physical, difficult life. And if you're stressed, that's just going to add to the burden. You know, we talk about suicide here, but you got to consider the health impacts, you know, heart disease, cancer, all these other things that can be outcomes of stress. And with the amount of stress the farmers are under, their ability to be productive is being impaired. Absolutely. And the same is true of those in the highly mechanized uh, factory farming environments. Their livelihood depends on making money. And when there's an economic disaster because they're not needed, it's not even uh, appropriate to try to harvest an unusable crop they get laid off. You know, they their whole future is gone, at least for a time. And some people never bounce back and recover after yeah. too many losses like this. Absolutely. And in fact, it's interesting you say that because, I, you know, I live out in the country and I, I drive around, frequently see a lot of the fields. There's a lot of fields out there that have two or three rows cut down by combines and that's it. The rest of the crop is clearly abandoned. So clearly what happened is they, they did two or three, you know, rounds yeah. of cutting, looked at the crop and said, this is not even worth burning the diesel to cut the rest of it. Yeah, unfortunate. Ah. U.S. creator, how can farmers seek divine assistance when facing such daunting challenges from the ravages of harsh weather, cultural shifts affecting consumer demand for agricultural products, and counterproductive government, governmental policies? Will prayer help them? What percentage of farmers are praying for design, divine assistance currently? All right, and Creator tells us prayer is always the best first answer for any of life's problems. There has been much corruption to instill skepticism, such that people believe prayer offers only faint hope and is the court of last resort for the desperate. This is the worst possible way to pray in circumstances to obtain a divine intervention. <laughs> Such extremes of need and the attendant fear and inner doubt are more likely to end in failure than success in reaching out for divine assistance. <clears throat> this is because there must be faith in the divine to begin with, or we cannot serve you. There must also be belief in the self as being worthy both will tend to wane when there is a problem <clears throat> that seems to the human eye to be very daunting and all but unsolvable. But of course, that is the precise time when prayer makes the most sense in terms of right-sized solution, as the divine has much greater power than you can summon through material means. Only 10% or so of those involved with food production are actively praying on a regular basis. Even that is diminished because of inadequate belief quotients in many cases, as well as much of the prayer work not being on point. Many prayers are done in worship rather than as requests to the divine for legitimate human needs of a divine being very much wanting to assist them but unable to because of the rules ensuring free will is the ultimate human opportunity to be unencumbered, unrestrained, and given the blessing of having such a high level of responsibility for all that happens, thus guaranteeing the greatest possible learning and strengthening as well from all that happens, good and bad. The art of living is to survive the challenge 
And this does require divine assistance from time to time when people get in over their head, so to speak. And nothing has exceeded the size of the difficulty facing humans currently from the interlopers, who are far more advanced as civilizations technologically and view you with disdain, manipulate you left and right to worsen things, to make people suffer and to fail again and again in everything they undertake eventually. You need divine help for this desperately, but few know this, and under the rules of engagement, we cannot overlook the fact people do not see the problem for what it is and ask for divine help in earnest. If all humans involved with food production and supply would say regular prayers for divine assistance to safeguard their work and their enterprise and the care and feeding of their families, this alone would make a material difference. They are still a small percentage of the human population. So if there were a more widespread awareness of the various factors working against humanity through attacks on the food supply itself at all levels, there could be much more human capital mustered to work with the divine realm in partnership to solve the problem once and for all. This is why Get Wisdom is in existence to help with the awakening of humanity and to offer the solution for healing humanity as well. Both are timely and absolute necessities for human survival. You not only need to be requesting divine help, you need to know how to do it intelligently and effectively. That is what the Lightworker Healing Protocol provides and needs to be embraced and used regularly by as many human beings as possible from here on out. Absolutely. You know, I want to send a message to farmers that might be listening or to people that know farmers, care about farmers. Prayer can make all the difference. You know, there are there are fields out there that were successfully harvested. And what was the difference? There's, they're next door to other fields that, that were not successfully harvested. Could it be prayer by the farmer or somebody who cared about that farmer made the difference in, for that field? I would say in some circumstances, absolutely yes. You know, um, the divine is capable of any level of miraculous intervention. And it's just a matter of belief quotient. It's a matter of sincerity. It's a matter of doing the needed detailed request to bring in this level of assistance. No matter how bad the weather gets, no matter how compromised the, the supply chain is, miracles can happen. The divine can help them happen, make them happen. And you can be a recipient of it. You just have to ask. Yeah, and and your point earlier about the rest of us asking is is a big one because many prayers over food are thanks to God for the food, like it appears magically from God okay. directly. Well, we can also pray to thank the farmers and ask God to help them do their best and be successful, give them what they need to flourish. That's a better meal prayer if Absolutely. you want meal prayer. Maybe you should check up on that, Carl. <laughs> well, we're out of time, Carl. We could go on and on, but we got to move on. So, thank you again for joining us, everybody, and we look forward to giving more get wisdom, sharing more get wisdom with you next week. Be well, pray often. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 